singer, but I will say, sugar, sugar, that's my sister. Sugar, sprinkle sugar. me, man. Sprinkle me, man. <laughs> sprinkle me. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me. Because you know so, that E40s, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back. This is the first ice cream parlor sprinkle episode. Sprinkle me, man. We're just going to sprinkle you with a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Not a whole lot. The idea behind these shorter episodes is to really talk about movies that are brand new, just came out, or anything horror-related that we want to discuss without spoilers. So our original uh, tagline for the podcast was, Ice Cream Parlor, the podcast, there will be spoilers, right? Not in the sprinkles. Yeah. Now it's Ice Cream Parlor, the podcast, where we talk about horror movies eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but the sprinkles, we're, we're not going to really spoil the movie for you guys because we want you to go see them since they're new, you know? Right. And so today we are taking you to 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Who resides there, I wonder? Da, 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 da. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did that intentionally, by no, the way. No, you did not. I totally <laughs> did. You're so stupid sometimes. I'm so <laughs> stupid, but you Adam's family, the monsters. <laughs> I purposely did that because I thought it would be funny. Do, I really do, did. Do, 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 do. I can't, I can't do, do, do the monsters theme. Something like that. <laughs> Anyway, I did totally I intentionally <laughs> do the Adams Family theme because I thought that's my sense of humor. That's what I do. But, you know, whatever. All right, just sprinkle me. Yeah, sprinkle me, man. 2022's Rob Zombie's The Munsters. Rob Zombie's first non-R-rated movie. First non-R-rated movie. And unfortunate. No, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it was fucking awesome. It's funny because we went to we went to the Rob Zombie concert recently. Yes. And it was every every like what is it? Intermission? Well what is it called? What do you mean? Between in between bands? sets. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. He would play the theme the the trailer for this movie. Right. And we were right. like, fuck yeah, Rogers, yeah. Rogers. But right before Rob Zombie came on stage, we were like What's going to be his opening song? What's going to be his opening? What's it what's going to be? And it ended up being like California Love. Yeah. Like Tupac, which we were like, well, nope, wouldn't have guessed that. One. <laughs> yeah. But we were also like what's going to be his closer? What's going to be his closer? And we didn't didn't guess Dracula even though I did. Oh, you, you kidding did. Me? Because but I, I was seen like, him and that's what he closed with. Yeah, okay. So, yes. But I hadn't seen Rob Zombie since 2001. Before then, uh, so 22 years prior. And in my mind, there are so many Rob Zombie songs that I prefer equally, if not more, than Dragula. So in my mind, because it's you're a little biased. A little bit more of a fan than the average and so, person. And so I'm like, okay, well, it didn't even occur to me that it would be Dragula to tie in with the entire Monsters thing going on. Because Dracula was Grandpa's car yes, in the monsters. Yes. Now, see, that's a funny thing. And now where, I feel stupid. <laughs> that's a funny thing where I relearned that through Rob Zombie, because I, for example, like, okay, I'm just give you my little like. This is a pro Rob Zombie podcast. Here, we love Zombie's music. We're we, Rob Zombieites. We tend to like <laughs> most of his movies. You know, so we definitely aren't gonna 
try to argue that Halloween two or anything was shut the fuck up. Get out. <laughs> but get out but, and then no. come back in and start over. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, is that uh, when I grew up, I knew of the monsters. I definitely had seen you know some episodes here and there. I wouldn't put myself in the category of being a monsters fan, but I liked the TV show. Like the same way I liked I Love Lucy or I liked, you know, older black and white TV shows at that time. They were, you know, shows that I remember growing up on that would come on Andy occasionally Griffith. and I yeah, Andy Griffith or whatever. And I would watch episodes, The Little Rascals, whatever, you know, all that shit. And the Munsters was always funny. I never was like, oh, I don't really like this, but I didn't really like it. Was, those at that time and the way TV shows were like, you didn't, it, it's not like a cohesive storyline. You just pop in and out and you watch an episode and whatever happens, happens or whatever. But like when Dragula came out for Rob Zombie or when I, re, you know, got reintroduced to that, yeah, I was aware or I was reintroduced to the that being Grandpa Munster's race yeah. car or whatever. Yeah. So the Munsters, if you don't know the premise, the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Go watch it. Well, the one thing we, would, so the we could say without being a spoiler is that it is basically like a prequel, right? Well, so it's um, it's a retelling of the Munsters story. Uh, it has the same bones, but it's got extra fluff. Um, the premise of the show, which ran for two seasons. Two? Uh, only two? Yeah. Really? Wow. So inf- influential. Like, it was I know. great. Um, it was a great show. Um, I would have totally guessed it ran for more than two seasons. Right. Well, because it's it's such a part of our culture, especially mm-hmm. here in a horror podcast <laughs> universe. <Yeah. laughs> um, but it, the premise is each character is uh, based on a universal monster, um, except for Marilyn, who is the niece who lives with them because she goes to college, I guess. Um, but it's... Uh, Herman Munster in the show was played by Fred Gwynn, who was yeah. also the uh, the neighbor in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, the OG Herman Munster. OG I mean, triple OG. I, I don't think you can really do better than that. I mean, the guy in this uh, in this one this was one did, Jeff Daniel Phillips, right? And he's been in a couple other zombie movies as well. I think mostly as like a cop character, but. Um, I think he did really good trying to pull off the 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 Herman Munster. Um, oh, he like was vibe, in... but I but it was very for me it was very difficult to kind of like I don't three know three from hell. He was in three from hell. Yeah, I think he was a cop in there. But yeah. for me, it was a little bit difficult to try to you know find the same enjoyment that I got out of the TV show in the movie. Um, well, it's just different. Um, so in in the in the TV show. <clears throat> in the TV show, it was very much um, TV. It was very much like TV uh, shows of that time, right? So it was the '60s. So you're talking. It's very much Andy Griffith. Is very much um, Anna's family. Is very much I don't know all these other shows that you probably have watched that I haven't. Uh, quintessential. Just there's there's um, a loving mom. There's a doting dad. There's a relative yeah. a, a relative that lives with them, what? and then there's a kid. It's like The Simpsons, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's that template, except yeah. with Universal monsters. Correct. So Herman Munster is Frankenstein's monster, right? Essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Lily, who was played by. Shoot, hold on, I have this somewhere. <laughs> the, was, o- the OG Lily, you're talking about? Yeah. So the OG Lily was played by 
Yvonne DiCarlo, and she was a vampire, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she had this glorious white streak of hair that I, I'm getting there, but I can't wait until I'm naturally there. <laughs> uh, there was um, Al Lewis who played. Okay, so and in, in the and in the movie, the Rob Zombie movie, played by of course Sherry Moon Zombie. Um, Al Lewis plays Grandpa, who is like it is the Count, right? So he's Grandpa, but he's the Count. He's Dracula, and he is played by Daniel Daniel Roebuck. But he in in the Munsters movie is has a mustache like Dracula in the book. Y- yes, that's what I was noticing right before we were starting this. When mm-hmm. I was like kind of getting some quick research on it, is that uh, they? Because I thought it was weird when I saw him with a mustache, and I didn't know what it was. It wasn't that I thought, oh, it didn't look like the original Grandpa Monster or anything. Just for some reason, I'm just like. Something's must- off. Yeah, yeah, the mustache is something was throwing me off. I yeah. wouldn't even be able to tell you that it was the mustache. But well, now the, that I know yeah. that's what it was, I can see it. The Al Lewis one, if you look at him, like he looks so much older without the mustache because he has that like old man lip going on where it's kind of <laughs> sunken, you know. What I mean? <laughs> oh, okay, then there's either Beverly Owen or Pat Priest, those they both played Marilyn. Um, there's no Marilyn in the Munsters movie yet because, as you mentioned, it is a prequel. It's the story of them getting to 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Right. They're living um, in, uh, without giving much away, they're just living in Transylvania. Yeah. yeah. And then um, and then there's so the, in, Butch Patrick. Uh, is that Butch the, Patrick um, is, uh, is Eddie Munster. Oh. Yeah. Butch Patrick is played... Uh, is played by I'm sorry he plays Eddie Munster. There's no Eddie Munster yet in, the, in the movie he's not born. because it's a prequel. Yeah, but there so, is a brother. There is a brother uh, who is a werewolf. werewolf. Now, I don't know the TV show that well, but did that ever come up? I don't think so. I don't remember any of that. But it was he plays a very integral role in this particular storyline. In, in how they got there, right? Exactly. Yeah. So and how they got there. But we do go through a couple of things. Like, we do understand. So, we find out one of the, the realtor that helps him get to 1313. It's played by Elvira. Mm, right, right. Right. Now, those are some, like, well, again, we're not going to try to spoil too much. But um, there are, I guess, without going into detail, some very nice nods to oh, correct. Um, a lot of, like, old school as there would be, as you and would Eddie assume Munster in, a, in like and, a zombie movie. Yeah, and Eddie Munster. Rob zombie movie. Sorry. Eddie Munster from the show and Marilyn from the show had cameos in this in this Munster's movie. So that was pretty cool. I don't remember where, and I, it doesn't make sense to share where. Uh, but but uh, but it does have a pretty cool premise. Uh, there is a lot of vibrant colors which stand out the most, especially the contrast of the Munsters being in black and white. This makes it so, I, I don't know, for me, it felt like a surreal experience uh, just because of the stark differences between no color and it's and it still like became part of your life. And you still have these heartwarming everythingness that comes along with watching the Munsters show. And it's just so close to your heart, even in black and white versus the Munsters, this movie where you can't really connect with a lot of the characters as much and it has such vibrant colors. They're complete opposites. While I do love Rob Zombie and I do love his movies for the most part, this was almost there for me. It's the fun- funny thing is, is that most of his movies are very dark and uh-huh. 
you can't see it. It's very, very, you know, because of the gruesome content, I guess it's almost very dimly lit and, and everything. Whereas this one, like you said, contrast through the roof, the colors through the roof. And it did, it was almost too bright for me in some ways. It was almost too, too colorful. I don't know why. Well, but I think that was necessary. I should say that. I said for what he's going for, because it has to be color, because he is doing a remake or a prequel uh, uh, reinventing of an old, you nostalgic. Know, yeah, but it's a comedy show. That's yeah. the, so it's got to be very like vibrant and over the yeah, top. Yeah, I I totally understand why it's not the typical Rob Zombie movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's that's not what the monsters were about. Uh, Herman Munster Munster was not going to kill you. Uh, Lily was not baby or. Or a Mama Firefly. Yeah, and Rob you know? <laughs> Zombie is not Otis. Like he's a person who is depicting stories and and ideas and feelings of characters that mm-hmm. technically don't. Well, they they exist in different forms, but they are fictional characters. Like yeah. he's a master at doing what he does, you know. And some people associate the artist and the art together, mm-hmm. meaning like, oh, well, zombies, Rob Zombie, I keep calling him zombie and I don't want it to get confused with just the term zombie. But anyway, what I'm saying is like, you can't look at that and say, well, Rob Zombie's a fucking crazy guy because he condones these things that you see in his movies. Like, well, he he's, doesn't. I think at the, at the no, core not at of all. it, he's a pacifist, isn't he? He's even vegan. I mean, like, no, nobody, that nobody's condoning the actions that are in the movies. He's depicting stories of characters that exist. Right. In, in like, I could write some fucked up scenes, and I, I can. Very fucked up scenes. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and do them. Yeah. You know? But, um, but I, he's a great storyteller, and I did appreciate what he did with the characters, considering there was no history for them. We knew that they came from Transylvania. We knew that they were married. We knew that Grandpa doesn't like Carmen. That's all stuff from the show. Yeah. Um, but it was so cool to see that. I mean, these, this is something that it's like right off the bat, so it's not a spoiler. But it's so cool to see what Transylvania was like through the eyes of the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Because as... As much as the monsters are not typically classically normal people, they are the what is it called? They're the subcultures. They are the ones that we all connected with because they were not the same. They were not classically beautiful. They were not classically um in line with every everything everyone else was doing, but they did have feelings and thoughts and emotions and a code of ethics and that was what was beautiful about the monsters and that still carried over to the monsters the movie yeah do you did um and i don't know any again i can't remember specific episodes of the monsters but did they ever go back to transylvania in the show I, I don't remember. you don't remember yeah i'd have to watch the whole thing over again which i wouldn't mind doing yeah. if i knew where it was yeah see the problem i mean not the problem but when those things aired we watched them because they were basically standalone episodes. And if you were lucky enough to watch week in and week out and whatever, maybe you caught some sort of storyline, but you could pop in and out of those storylines at any moment and it never mattered. It was all just as fun. Yeah. To any, you know. Yeah. Just like I love Lucy until she got knocked up. 
Like you can watch them out of order, no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's the my point is because the way we had to watch TV then, you probably did watch things out of order uh, sometimes because and you I, probably I, didn't have a chance to go and and set your schedule by the, when your TV show was. Yeah, coming on. well, I mean, we didn't live during the time of the if you lived in the fifties, we lived in reruns. Yes, exactly. So that is what I'm saying is like the reruns made it be like oh well it's a saturday night and i got nothing to do and i'm watching tv and something's on late mm-hmm. well actually that was probably later on when when those classics were put on like late like nick at night kind of shows or whatever well, to be to be to be honest like you know we grew up not being able to watch tv so summer vacations we quote mm-hmm. didn't watch tv but we totally did right. we said we didn't you know yeah and that's when these things came on in the daytime mm-hmm. kind of like you know, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, they're like daytime TV. Sure. And so we would watch things like the Munsters and the Adams family and I love Lucy and mash, um, one Adam 12, like all these shows that would come on. I don't know that one. I, you don't? One Adam 12. I didn't it's recognize. A cop show. I, um, it's like, okay, it would maybe. come on like after chips, chips which I, I didn't like chips so much. Yeah. Um, but that's because, no, I didn't like Chips so much because they were reruns, and I watched them after this telenovela called um, Dos Mujeres Un Camino, which is two women in one lane, and that's because these two women were in love with the same man. I think and I've I seen that him. movie. It's a soap opera. Oh. Oh, you're talking about, you're a pervert. <laughs> this is talking about wholesome TV, the monsters. <laughs> Fucking pervert. <laughs> but, um... No, but, I know what you mean. Like, we definitely had to just catch them when we caught them. Yeah. When Netflix first came on, first came out, we were early subscribers to Netflix, uh, specifically in the streaming. And what I appreciated is that they did have these kinds of shows. They had the Munsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so with my kids, when they were little, that's when all of this happened. So what we would do is I would have the kids and I, we've watched throughout. Like, we watched all of Gilligan's Island. We've watched all of the Munsters, uh, all of the Adams Family. We've watched... All of the Twilight Zones, like all of all of those, um, together. Yeah. The thing with the Twilight Zones, though, I uh, I'm just um, thinking that those episodes were. Oh, and Alfred were, Hitchcock presents. But same with that was good. So so Hitchcock and Twilight Zone episodes were their own significant stories. For they adults. were like right, but I think <laughs> it's easier to like. There's people remember specific episodes of those easier mm-hmm. because each episode mm-hmm. didn't deal with the same characters. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, we would have to. You know, we would each. Well, what we I'm saying is, re- like, we would each remember whatever it is that that touched us. Like a lot of people remember the. Um, the end of the world one where the guy was in the bank vault because he was hiding out because he wanted to read. That's one I remember all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. And like the, the, I would be fucked if I broke my glasses. And then there's like the Twilight Zone episode with a guy on the airplane wing, whatever. I think that one had William Shatner in it too. But yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't remember that one. And then the one where the guy um, finds himself in a town where there's no people and they're all mannequins. Sure, sure. And the one where the guy was an astronaut. No, anyway. But my point is, is because those characters are not continuous throughout the 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 series whereas people like you know um the monsters and uh i love lucy and all these um they are they're they're the same characters dealing with different situations so that's why you know again like when we caught those episodes they all were just random like oh i saw an episode this week and it didn't have to tie into the one last week or whatever yeah which i appreciate Mm -hmm. i do um i do appreciate um 
that I do appreciate that Rob Zombie really stuck true to the qualities of each of the characters because we loved them for that, right? We loved that Grandpa was a funny, just hateful person. <laughs> like, he loved Herman, but fucking hated his ass uh, in the show. That carries over. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Um, and in the movie, it's great because he becomes so vulnerable in the movie. And I was like, oh, Grandpa, right? Um, and we, we see that in the show because his connection with Eddie, when, you know, the show had Eddie. Um, the character of Herman... Herman is just such a likable, laughable guy just throughout. And it doesn't matter that he's classically ugly on the outside. He's got this gorgeous soul and that carried over into the movie. Uh, Lily is just this badass, like, don't fuck with me. And well, talk to me about Lily for a second. What do you, how do you, how would you compare, obviously without giving away any spoilers, the Lily from the original series versus how Sherry Moon Zombie played her? I think that Lily from the original series was less delicate. I know that Sherry Moon Zombies, um, Lily, was a strong character. And there were moments and spurts of just being strong. Mm-hmm. But um, Lily Munster from the original didn't float. Like, and I'm not saying that she physically floated. <laughs> but she, you know what I mean? She yeah. like She walked around like a normal person. She walked around like... This is my house, and I'm going to hold this shit down. Like, you knew not to fuck with Lily Munster. Um, And, yeah, there are certain points where Sherry Moon's Lily had to remind somebody not to fuck with her. But nobody would have second-guessed the original Lily. You know, she she walked with such presence. Well, maybe she became that way after After dealing with Herman and motherhood. No, but motherhood, like, motherhood changes the crap out of you. And that could totally be the reason. Because I, believe it or not, was shy introvert before I had my daughter. Really? I was a shy introvert. I cannot imagine you like that. I would go to a party and not dance. <laughs> the mighty Heidi I, would I know. I not dance. <laughs> I can't imagine you being like a shy introvert. Well, that's how I ended up with two kids with this dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a shy introvert. And even things that I did that were wild, you know, like I, I had confidence enough to go out and get fire engine red hair. I had confidence to go and talk to people I wanted to talk to. I had confidence to be like, hey, you, you're taking me on a date. I would have confidence of that. But I was meek still, and I was shy, and I wouldn't do much more after that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But after having kids, you go into mama bear mode, and that changes the fuck out of you. So you're right. That might be it. But those are the only things I have. Like, I've heard negatives about Sherry's Lily. I don't mind it too much. I, I do appreciate that there was no baby laugh in there. Well, she couldn't have done that. That would have been like, if that would have been blasphemous. That would have just <laughs> been straight disrespect to the characters and the idea of the, the monster show. But um, I don't know if Rob Zombie will ever make a movie that he doesn't put her in. And I don't know if that's his choice or her choice, but you know what? I don't that's... think they're in a relationship that would... Cause my understanding just from interviews I've read that they've done that it was that was his idea in the first place. Well, let's like the movie that we were saying that we weren't going to mention Halloween 2 his version the remake like her being in that movie was was it, it didn't work at all. Like she was like that 
you know, the mother figure with the horse and all that and like talking to Michael and it's like, like, oh, like yeah. he could have well, like that. I think that was a bad decision. She didn't need to be in that movie. We all she, have certain thoughts about Halloween too. And it has a place in the horror universe. It totally does. I am not a big fan of a lot of those kinds of, how do I say this? In my culture, we have stories of women leading children astray in long, flowy white dresses is what I'm saying. So it's hard for me to take off that cultural hat and say, oh, I totally get it. But whatever. Uh, I don't, I mean, I choose not to think about Halloween too, I'll just say. (laughs) I was just bringing it up because of the fact that I feel like that you know, he puts her in every movie, every single zombie Rob Zombie movie she's in. And, you know, whatever. There are a couple. It's probably, you know, again, it's what he wants to do. He wants to put his I'm wife in the movie. I'm in most of your maybe. projects. <laughs> I mean, when you said my song needed a motherfucker, you, uh, Look, you were I right. So I, I had to put add in a anything other than a casual motherfucker here and there. Kiss them to me. I'm a bad motherfucker. Kiss them to me. Because I'm the main attraction. Kiss them to me. I'm a bad motherfucker. Like my name was Sam Jackson. I'm a bad motherfucker. So your song, I mean, Don't I, Step I, to I, Me, I, Motherfucker? Yes, motherfucker. Yes, and you you know, <laughs> you were right. It didn't need that. So I can understand. I can totally understand. Um, if my contribution is just one motherfucker, I'm going to give you that. All right. And I appreciate it. <coughs> Excuse me. I think for me, the movie um, itself... It was weird because, like, in a sense for me, I have to look at it like I'm not a real super fan of the monsters, but I'm also, like, I like horror movies, but I'm not, like, I don't know. It's just I'm I'm watching a movie like that, and I'm like, what am I going to find in this movie that connects me to the what I remember or or don't remember from the original? Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's, okay, fair, but this entire movie... I think it was a great approach to do it as as a prequel because it gives the viewer the chance to see the monsters in a different light mm-hmm. than what they remember because that nostalgia will kick in. And then there's a very real possibility that your take on what people nos- hold so dear could backfire be- and they don't like it. Now, now that he has the prequel done and people start watching it and remember you're like, oh, it's pretty cool. Um, maybe then he can go and then take the next step and then do the, well, how, how does Eddie Munster come in and why is he a werewolf? Sure. (laughs) Wait, but Eddie, is Eddie a werewolf? Okay. So wait a minute. That's the one thing I was trying to remember. Eddie has a very pointy widow's peak, right? He's got a, maybe he's just an extra kind of monster because he is, I mean, we know that Lily's brother this is is a spoiler, but it comes up very early. Lily's brother in the movie is, is a, a werewolf, werewolf. Yeah, but he was was he changed into a werewolf? I, you know, I don't know. But hey, let's just leave it like this. If you know the answer and you're out there, just let us know in the comments, and uh, that way we'll figure it out that because, way. Because so I essentially have Eddie Munster tattooed on me. It's a, it was supposed to be Dracula's silhouette, but it looks more like Eddie Munster. So in my mind, it's He's a vampire like his mom and his grandpa. But I think there's similarities to a werewolf like the ears and the... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me Google it. I think it says 
think oh. it says werewolf. I don't know. Yeah, we'd have to go back and, and figure I that out. I always thought of him as a werewolf. Okay. Well, and I think there are cultural jokes that say, well, how is he a werewolf when the dad's a, you know, a zombie, essentially? <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes sense if they were trying to, you know, tap into the universal monsters and that way they would have like mm-hmm. some sort of werewolf in there, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I like I liked the, the few nods that they had in there. Like they had somebody named Bella, which is how um, in The Wolfman... Uh, Bella Lugosi was named Bella and was lived with the gypsy camp and um, right. is how What's-His-Name became a, a a werewolf anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of good nods. Yeah, um, like there's a, the mummy is in it. Like all the universal monsters, I think, are represented there. The creature from the um, Black Lagoon is in the movie. Like it's like an uncle or something. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I fucking loved it. I okay. love those aspects of it. The movie is great. I highly recommend everybody watches it. Um, if you're not a fan of the presentation of who the monsters are, at the very least, you're going to get a kick out of all of the other monsters you see uh, just living their lives in and around the monsters in Transylvania. Sure. You'll get a kick out of that. Um, yeah, I think that there was some ups and downs. Again, I was looking for some connections that maybe it didn't really like hit me right off the bat. And we I figure also figure out how they how they get spot. Right, that's true. That's true. I also sometimes wonder if like you know it's the transition between TV shows to movie. Well, I don't know if they correlate sometimes. You know, the Adams Family was a show. Mm-hmm. Great fucking show. Great fucking movie. Yes. And that Great is a fucking e- movie. Exception to the rule, I would Raul Julia say. was Gomez Adam. Angelica Houston was Morticia. You know, uh Christina Ricci, I've never met a better Wednesday. However, there is a new Adam Family series out that I want to watch. Is right? it out it's already? Wednesday. Well, I don't know. I think it, it was supposed to come out this month, I think. And it called Wednesday. And it has um it has a pretty decent fucking cast, so I'm going to take a look at it. I'm all for some things being remade and retold. Similarly, like how we recently did the Fly episode, right? We talked about how, you know, there's a right way to redo things um, and really modernize them. And I'm excited to see... I'm excited to see what they do with the with the Adams Family. Yeah, okay. They didn't modernize the Munsters, which I appreciated because a lot of the wholesomeness that is part of the Munsters was because it was the 60s. Mm-hmm. Or in this case, it would have been the 50s, right? Because it was before even Eddie was around. So I I, I think it's a I think it's a good movie. I think it's great premise. I had some difficulties adjusting to how vibrant the colors were because, you know it's from black and white to oh my gosh she is that shade of green you know um but it was fucking great i love rob zombie (laughs) and as much as jeff goldblum (laughs) (laughs) i love them in different ways they're in different boxes one's in my thought box the other isn't (laughs) (laughs) nice you know when i was um when i after i left high school i moved to vegas and I was still friends with uh, one of my best friends in high school uh, at the time. You you remember? Uh, you don't have to name names, but sure. Yeah. Um, he 
sent me a picture. And this was not like he sent it to me on my phone. He physically mailed me a picture of Rob Zombie that he got for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I, that, I've loved Rob Zombie since I was in high school. Nice. Fucking, there's this guy in high school named, I don't remember his name, but we called him Millhouse because he looked like Millhouse from The Simpsons, except without the blue hair. Uh, he would always be like, well, name a song of his. I'm like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like the Monsters movie a little bit more than I did, but that's not to say that I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that, you know, when something like that is presented to a casual fan, mm-hmm. we're looking for the some sort of attachment or something to make more sense or to remind us of the original. Like Keystone. Yeah, and yeah. the thing to... is that there was a lot of prequel and a lot of, like, the colors are vibrant and just, like, characters who I was trying to... Like, for a while there, I didn't realize it was a prequel. So I'm like, well, I mean, I caught on quick enough. But I'm just saying, without... I didn't know going into it that that's really what he was setting out to do. So maybe I'm looking for the the uh, uh, Eddie character or, or whatever. Or I'm thinking a hard, like, wait... So where's the who's the werewolf and is there a werewolf or I don't know just little things like that and and then obviously the colors being so vibrant to me I was like I remember this as a black and white so like my there was sensory things that were kind of like as a casual fan I think holding me back from wanting to en- allow myself to enjoy it more I guess I get you as um I mean I not saying I'm a huge huge fan of the monsters like i don't know what happens in every episode of their entire run like i'm not saying that but i knew enough to get by however when the movie started and they're in transylvania and i'm like wait so who lives at 1313 mockingbird lane i'm like was that the Anna's family? like no they can't be the Anna's family <laughs> like i i like second guess myself but yeah. then i realized really quickly when i was like oh okay now i see it right so um but it was pretty cool. The cast is pretty cool. What's his name? Richard Brake is in it. Um, so is not that, killing people. Not killing people. Uh, he 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 plays with dead bodies. Um, and then the guy from Lost. What's that guy's name? Oh, George Garcia or um, something. The guy who wins the, has the lottery ticket. Yeah, the big that dude. That guy. He's yeah. in it. Um, like, like again, Elvira. I was like, wait a minute. Is that Elvira? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's a pretty cool cast. Uh, a lot of pretty cool actors in it. I mean, you can't really go wrong with it. It's it's a good movie. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, all in all, I think Rob Zombie set out to do some justice to a TV show that made... And that he um, obviously holds near and dear yeah, exactly. himself. Yeah. And, uh, and the trailer was shot by shot, the intro to the show. Which is also the ending of the movie. Oops, sorry, no spoilers. I'll cut that out. Anyway, this is a Heidi, two thumbs up. Go watch it. Heidi Tell gives us two thumbs like up. I'll uh, I'll give um, I'll give I'll give it two thumbs up. No pressure. <laughs> I'm just staring you down while you're trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, go watch it. Let us know what you think. And stay tuned for more sprinkle episodes in the future. Sprinkle me, man. Ah, uh, sprinkle, sprinkles. Sugar, sugar. That's my sister. That should be the theme song for Sprinkle our sprinkle episodes. <laughs> I wonder if E40 will sponsor us. He wouldn't mind. He would probably love it. I mean, there's two he's... big loves in my life regarding music. One is E40 and one is Rob Zombie. This is perfect. They should do a song together. 
with with Jeff Goldblum in the music video. With a music video featuring Jeff Goldblum. And then he would be... I'll be back. I'm going to spend some me time. <laughs> I'm going to go in my thought she's, box she's and thought boxes. <laughs> she's got to check her thought box. <laughs> my thought box to go thought boxing. So I'm going to leave you be. All right, cool. See you guys next week. We'll see you guys soon. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Sprinkles. Sprinkle, sprinkle, motherfucker. check out what we're doing visit us at icecreampodcast.com or you can find us on social media at ice cream parlor the podcast <laughs>